windows, lock your doors, keep your loved ones near, time is running out, it's here for This is Ear for Fear, and I'm Donovan. Hey, and I'm Rick. And this is the podcast where we talk about scary movies or movies trying to be scary. Today we're going to be talking about uh, 2018's uh, Gongium Haunted Asylum. Let's uh, let's do a quick uh, uh, rundown of what the movie's about before we jump into it. Um, an internet broadcaster recruits a handful of people for their uh, horror web series. They are to explore this abandoned haunted asylum and stream it live on the show. To attract more viewers, the show host plays tricks on the guests, but things start to get out of hand as the, as the evening goes on. They soon encounter much more than they expected as they inspect more of the nightmarish old building. You know what I just realized is that this is the second movie we've watched in the past few weeks where it's about content creators on the internet trying to make content. We saw that last week. Was it last week? In yes, Tusk. with Tusk, yeah. Yeah, and then these guys are trying to do like a little horror show live. Yeah, yeah, I, I noticed that too. Um, it's also, I just read that uh, this is one of the top three most widely seen uh, South Korean horror films. Right. One of the other ones is a movie we've done before, A Tale oh, of Two Sisters. Two Sisters, yeah. And then the third one is Phone, which I don't know it? anything about. Phone? I don't know anything about it, so don't ask oh, me about okay. it. Okay, Phone. But it's called Phone. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that was a 2002 horror film. Oh. So we're kind of like two for three on that. Just and coincidental, then, though, right? Yeah, and then Tusk, <laughs> you know, we just we always do like these weird little like unintended mm -hmm. connections you yeah know? yeah but here it is on this one yeah we don't plan anything we just kind of go with it and then it's just yeah oh look at this yeah <laughs> only after we've seen it only when we're talking about it yeah yeah no i i i i noticed that when we were uh when we were watching it i'm like oh okay you know? yeah and then of course you know they uh well tusk like he doesn't die but everyone dies in this one Yes, everyone. Yes, spoiler alert. Everyone dies. Yeah, yeah. And you had seen this before, right? I see. I thought you had just heard about it and recommended it, but you had seen it. No, I had heard about it and then I had seen it and then I talked to you about it and then you forgot that I told you that I'd seen it. Yeah. And then I recommended for this. And yeah. then yeah, uh, there was confusion on whether or not I had seen it. And then we were going to sit down and watch. And I was like, yeah, I've seen this before. Oh, yeah. My memory sucks anymore. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, I've seen this before. Second time watching it. Uh, there's. This movie doesn't benefit too much from rewatches. There's only like one little bit that would benefit from a rewatch. And that's like, there's like three shots very close to each other where there's like a fifth person filming them when there's only, or, or like there's one additional person filming them when all their cameras are like in the shot. So like who's filming them, right? Yeah. But it pops up for just a few seconds, like three times, I think. 
and then like they just call it out in a bit anyway yeah. so this isn't like a movie where you'd probably want to rewatch it because you're going to see like hidden details but it's a fun ghost story you know it, I, had it, a, I had a fun time the second time i watched it yeah um i went into this blind i didn't i i i watched the trailer because like like we said in previous episodes i, I love watching movie trailers just to kind of get an idea of what it's about um and uh I mean, I, I hadn't seen it. I liked it. Um, I don't know if I loved it, but I liked it. I thought it was a good, I thought it was a good uh, ghost story. It took a little bit to get going, which is okay. I, I'm fine with that. Just as long as it gets somewhere. And it did. And, and when it got there, it was pretty, it was pretty, it was pretty creepy. There was some, a lot of, a lot of eerie, eerie things happening, you know? Yeah, uh, I like it. Uh, I mean, it does take a while to get to that spot, but once it gets there, I think the movie is just, you know, spooky, spooky, spooky. And, uh, you know, when, in a movie like this, uh, the performances are kind of, they kind of make or break it. And uh, their, 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 um, like, fear is infectious. Like, it, it spooks me just to see how, you know, crazy everything gets and how scared they are because of how crazy everything gets. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I had a, I had a um, hard time at, uh, you know, because it's subtitled, um, you know, there were a couple times where I'm like looking down at the bottom to read it and then I'm missing something that's happening above or I was focused on the above and missed what they were saying. Um, I don't know if it's really if it really mattered. I mean, as long as they're, you know, as long as they're being scared and stuff, I, I, I don't know if it's really if it matters whether I'm watching what they're saying on the bottom there. You know, because most of it is just, you know, they're they're screaming or whatever the heck it is. But but that didn't happen a lot. There was just a few times that happened. OK, so but uh, but yeah, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was good. I, I mean, I, I think I would definitely recommend it to someone, um, you know, uh, it's it, it has a, uh, you know, towards towards the end when it when it starts to really get good. Not that it's bad at the beginning. It just takes a little bit to get there. There's a lot of scary stuff that's happening. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, a couple things, you know, reminded me of like, I think I could say like Blair Witch, you know, the, the whole, um, the whole girl kind of had with her, uh, I think it was with her back turned to us kind of in, in like by, uh, in this room. And that kind of reminded me a lot of, uh, Blair Witch, but, but I mean, I, I don't know if that, you know, if they were really trying to steal from it or something, I mean, you know, it's just, just whatever, you know, I don't know why the first thing would be to steal, you know, like who cares, uh, you know, everyone borrows. Borrows, I guess. Borrows would be. The um, word. And it's impossible these days. I mean, this is probably true. I mean, this is more true as time goes on. But we we come to a point where ideas just become exhausted, or we've seen it before in a successful movie. And Blair Witch was anything. Well, it was nothing but successful, right? Yeah. People talked about that movie for years. People still talk about it. Um, I've never seen the movie, and I can tell you what happens through most of the movie because I've listened or watched so many people talk about that movie and i know what shot you're referring to yeah um i could have swore it wasn't with a girl though it was with a guy in a corner it was a guy in a corner but right. it reminded me of this now again yeah um, you know stealing is probably the wrong word i mean that's just it's, it's so it's so it's so harsh of a word because it it gives intent like they saw this one thing they took it and they did nothing special with it you know it, it's yeah it's yeah. so harsh yeah, a lot of people. I mean, we we've talked about this before. A lot of a lot of directors in general will will borrow from from other stuff. So 
So yeah, you know, I probably used the wrong word there, but that's what it reminded me of. It, it was almost like the room that they kept talking about during the movie. What was it? 402 or something. It just reminded me of two, 237 with The Shining. Mm-hmm. You know, other than no no other reason other than it's just a, a room that they said a lot of bad shit, you know, happens in, you know. Yeah, and as someone creating a story, what you want to do is you want to draw attention to a very specific spot, create buildup or, you know, set up, and then pay it off. And that's what they do. And, you know, you focus your attention on one thing, like a gun on a mantelpiece or something, and then the gun's going to fire at some point. So you say room 402, a lot of spooky stuff happens. When they go near 402, you're going to expect spooky things to happen, and spooky things happen near and in that room. Yeah. You know, so of course you got to, you got to do something. And what's the easiest thing to do than to choose a specific room? It could have just as easily been the director's office, you know? Yeah. But for this one, it was 402. What was 402 again? What was it? Was that like a a room where they did like experiments or treatment or something? I can't remember. I don't remember. Um, This movie has like one twist that's pretty obvious in the film where the, the, um the crew uh horror times is that what they're called? i think they're called horror times yeah um you know they're setting all this stuff up it's obviously fake um it turns real but there's that twist so everything we've seen up to that point has been fake and then the movie you know turns it into very real things so there's like things that get mixed up in my head particularly when it comes to the rooms because there's a few that they uh mentioned specifically you've got like the shower room the lab room the director's office and then like one or two other rooms, but I forget what 402 was specifically. I, yeah, I thought it was some sort of treatment room or something where they did treatment or something like that. I can't remember, but but I thought that was the case. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we we know a lot of. Uh, I mean, first of all, it, it's it was almost impossible for anyone to get into the room. You know, it, it was almost like the room was saying, you know, uh, doesn't want anyone in there because you know it's it's not going to end well for you. Um, and it was almost like they had to almost cut, what well, cut, cut it down, you know, cut, uh, take like some sort of saw and like almost like cut into the thing just to get the damn thing open. You no, know? that doesn't work. Nothing opens that door until it, they, that, the door decides it wants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's always interesting. These types of horror films or these ghost stories, you know, is it, is, is it the, the, um, what do you call it? What do you call like a house or whatever? You know what I mean? Is it the building that's the spooky thing, or is oh. it the ghost within the building that's spooky? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. is it the the building that's opening the doors, or the ghost that's opening the door? You know. So, yeah. and it's always interesting in these ghost stories because there's like, what's the logic here? Like, you know, with like a person, you'd be like, okay, they're doing this for this reason, you know. But for a ghost, and they almost seem to be omniscient, kind of like it almost seems like ghost is God in this building. They could have opened that door whenever they wanted to. They could have killed yeah. these people whenever they wanted to. So, you know, it's it's the logic of the ghost stories that I feel that are just a little little bit strange. But as long as it's being spooky, it's okay. Because they could have at ease, any point just like, uh, it almost feels like the logic of these, uh, is it's just to torture them, I guess, is the point that I'm trying to make. Because otherwise there really isn't none. So it's almost like the point of these ghosts to make them frightened yeah. and tortured in that sense and before they you know inevitably yeah kill them but we don't actually know if they're killing them i think there's only one on-screen death and that's the director at the or the captain at the very end i don't think we see anyone else really die we yeah. just see them kind of dragged or yeah turned i guess would be 
the word, right? Yes, yes. That's Almost like exactly they're possessed. Right. And I'm not sure what's happening to them at that point. I guess they're effectively dead. Um, but we don't know what actually happens to, let's say, the vessel of their body, in a sense, or what yeah. happens to their soul, I guess you could say. Yeah. So it, it's like, but, you know, that's okay. It's okay to have, like, a sense of mystery in what's going on, because you know, at the end of the day, it's a ghost story. It's meant to spook you. Uh, yeah. And, and there doesn't yeah. have to be commentary or anything special about it. Yeah. And, I'm and, a, and I think, I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's okay. <laughs> One more thing. And I think this does a good job at being scary. It's being spooky. It does. I mean, I'm I'm a sucker for a good ghost story. I, I've I've said this before. You know, I love I love campy. I love I love ghost stories. It doesn't mean I don't I don't like all the other ones. But but if I had two favorites, like subgenres to the horror ghost ghost stories, would definitely be one. And I, I love them. Um and and it and it's fun. It's funny what you're saying. It's because I mean, if if you go back to others, say previous movies, you know, the poltergeist, whatever it is, they all seem to have different. Um, you know, uh, the the entity uh um makes me it makes me kind of think of this right now. Where you know, I mean, the you could even say the Conjuring. You know, they all seem to have different rules as to how the ghosts. You know, like you go to a home. Like saying poltergeist, you know, all these things are happening because these homes were built on top of a, you know, like a, um, a, a graveyard, you know, and so now they're being haunted by the spirits of this, you know, the, um, but if you go to other, like say the entity, the entity, uh, the, it follows, it almost attaches to this woman and it follows her and there's, and obviously there's no particular rules to it. It's like, we talked about werewolves and vampires and what are all the rules? And it's like, well, you can kind of make your own rules up, you know? And it, and it, and I like the idea that with this one, I mean, it's, it's, it's a haunted asylum. So, you know, everything that's going to transpire is going to be on the grounds of this building in the building, as we saw in the movie, at, on the out, uh, kind of on the outskirts of the building, kind of in the I don't know the forest or whatever the hell that was, right. you know, you know, yeah. So like it extends beyond the barriers of the yeah. building. It's almost like a like a there's like this sphere of influence that these ghosts or spirits have, and I think there's like this implicit rule that I think most ghost stories follow is that if there's like a haunted or tortured spirit or whatever in a building. It's like of that building, yeah. you know, they're kind of like intertwined in a way that you can't separate. Um, and I think that's true for most ghost stories. And like it follows is kind of the most interesting one because it follows yeah. that person yeah. specifically. Um, like there, there's a connection there that you can't break. And then there's like another movie um, like The Ring, you know, that's also yeah. kind of tied to one person, but through a videotape, you know. Yeah. So there's, I like when there's like little variations in that idea, as opposed to it just being a haunted place. Yeah, this is definitely a haunted place ghost story. But I, I love the idea that when they get out of this building, that the two, uh, the two women get out of the building. I think, you know, it, if I'm them, I'm thinking, okay, oh God, we're okay. And then, you know, you're not because now you're out of the building, but this thing is still, is still attached to you or following you. Yeah. And it's just. What they didn't take into account is that, like, the haunted asylum, Gondium, is not just a building. It's, like, the entire grounds, too. Correct. You know? Correct. So, I mean, we yeah. saw the, the the underwear on the tree. You know? I'm assuming that's some patient's underwear. So, yeah. I mean, just that there is, like, this physical thing that, yeah, the, the sphere of influence isn't just the building. It's everything around it, too. Yeah. You know? So, I think that was a very clever little marking that they had. I, yeah. And, you know, it was a funny moment at the time. Like the first 30 minutes aren't trying to be very spooky. They're trying to be a day in the life of here's how these people are. 
And then, you know, if you care about them or not, at least you'll understand them a little bit before yes. everything starts to happen. And, you know, it's, it's just really smart. Like this, is, this is good. This is a solid ghost story for me. I think this yeah. is, it's not perfect, but it's very, 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 very good. Yeah. Um, especially when all it's trying to do is be a roller coaster to feed you in a bunch of like spooky stuff. And this movie's mm-hmm. spooky. It just takes like 45 minutes to get there. But and that's okay. I, I'm, we've I'm done that, that before. Yeah. The oh, others I'm... is like that too. Um, I'm, I can't think of any other movie at the top of my head. I but... mean, the changeling has, you know, the changeling hits you, you know, kind of at the beginning, but it takes a bit to get there as well. I mean, you know, I'm okay with all that. I, I think the suspense you know, of, of ghost of a ghost story and building up to, you know, this climax or, you know, whatever you want to call it is, is I I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with it. I have no issue with it at all. My only, my only issue I think I had with this. And I think I was telling you this when we were watching it was, it was, I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell who was who sometimes. And I think it's cause it's dark, it's at night and they have, of course, most of it or all of it, it's, it's filmed on like a, one of those, what are the, what was the camera called that they were using? The go, the, the, I forget what they're called. GoPro. GoPros. Yeah. Um, though. And then the fact that they, you know, that the, the camera would get hit and it would freeze up and I, and I get what they were doing with it. Um, they want to give that impression that these are this, everything is being filmed with this type of camera, but it became annoying for me at times because then it kept like it would freeze up and then it would freeze up again. And then it, you know, I, like I said, I understood why they did it. I just wasn't a huge fan of it. Like maybe, maybe less of it would have been better for me. Really, other than that, I had no other issues with the movie. I thought it was, I thought it was good. No, well, it's you a know. pretty minor issue. It is. All things it considered. Is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, I definitely won't disagree that it's maybe just a little bit overused. And if you're watching this on like a streaming service, like on Amazon, which I think is how we watched it, right? Um, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, is something wrong with my shit. Yes. It's yeah. kind of like a Sopranos moment. Like what was my TV just go off or whatever, but no, it's, you know, it's, it's supposed to simulate the, the live broadcast they're doing, um, as opposed to like getting confused with the characters. I think it's very, like, I got confused the first time I watched it too, because there's, it's almost like a gendered separation. There's three girls and four guys. And it's like, oh yeah, all the guys are in on it, but no, one guy is a guest. And for whatever like superficial reason, that's how my brain worked. I was like, oh, yeah, all the women are the guests. All the guys are part of the crew, but it's not. And I think that one little slip up in my brain screwed me up my first watch. I was like, okay, so who knows that this first part is fake? Yes. And the only people that know are the captain and those other two guys. I don't actually remember their names. I don't remember their names either. But I asked you like because I forgot there was. See, that's where I got a little confused, too. I forgot there were seven people total. I I, for, I thought there were six. And then the captain or the guy who, you know, who's running this all, he was in the tent outside of the building, you know, and, and he was, you know, because he's because he's monitoring views and 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 all these other things that he's doing behind the scenes. I forgot there were seven. And I'm like, well, what the hell? There's six, you know. And right after there. the movie starts to pick up and do the the real spooky stuff, like this isn't like stage anymore. Um, they send two characters out to room 402 and there's like no overall convincing that's going on that everything is real now. The only people who think that it might be real are the ones who were convinced everything has been real up until this point and have experienced more things. And then the guys who staged it and there's only two on the building, then there's Charlotte and then there's uh, that other girl. Um, so, you know, it's it's contained of four people basically 
that are getting the the brunt of it and then two of them are in room four two not really doing much so there's like this weird sort of disconnect between the characters and then you kind of forget about the other characters where not a lot of stuff is happening and that's what happened to me too i was like oh yeah there's still two more characters and nothing's really happening to them right now and it's kind of like that for them for most of the movie it's not until like the very end where things start to happen to them yeah you know yeah so yeah it's there's essentially three parties at one point, a group of four, a group of two, a group of one, and then a group of four, things start to happen to them, they get split up. And, you, you know, it like, it, it, yeah, I I can see why you'd get confused. I get confused the first time I watch it. Second yeah. time I watch it, zero problems, like, at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the movie also does something a little bit clever in the very beginning, sort of clue you in on who is on it and who isn't on it, um, just by the fact that uh, the 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 opening sequence where they're meeting each other for the first time you've got the four people on one side of the table and then three people on the other side of the table and those three guys those are the ones part of horror time they even introduce themselves as such and those are the guys who are going to stage everything everyone else is a guest on the show um but if you don't like make that connection at the very beginning be like oh yeah maybe these guys even know each other you know yeah or they have some sort of prior relationship and everyone knows that it's fake or whatever and they're just all really great actors but You know, there's definitely um, sort of things hidden under sort of like the text that you just kind of need to pick up. And if there's like any one thing that you kind of miss because a movie doesn't pause for you, it's easy to miss things despite how smart or astute you are. Then, yeah, you're going to have a slip up. You're going to trip up and then you're going to be set behind. Then you're going to be playing catch up. And that's hard, especially in a movie in a language you don't speak naturally yes that's what that's what, that's what i, I so, found yesterday when we were watching this i was like i think i i i think i paused it a couple of times to ask you questions i'm like what did i miss here you know um so yeah you know i mean but i mean you know maybe that's a good thing you know i mean if you if you watch it the one time and you like it and you watch it again because you pick up i love i love rewatching a movie and picking up things that i missed that's that's great i, I love that that's that's a sign of a good movie you know, and you picked up a few things. I only picked no, no. I said no. <laughs> you didn't pick up anything. No, I didn't pick well, up anything. I, you know, we did freeze it on the one part, and I. Um, yeah, but these are all things that the movie explains to you. There's that one part where there's like someone filming them that's not there, right? And yeah. The movie points that out, and then there's that part in the text where it changes from "Let's live to "Let's die." That's also something that in the movie it shows you. So there's nothing, there's no, so hidden, nothing that you picked. You know, like, I was even looking for things as I was watching it. Okay. And I was, was there something hidden in the frame yeah. anywhere? And there isn't, there's nothing. Hidden so in nothing. The frame. Okay. So, okay. So All this right. is, this is again, this is like a bare bones, like ghost story. It's just very, very competent, but so, there's nothing like okay. hidden in the, uh-huh. the corners of the frame that's hiding, you know, waiting for you to be found. There's not, but it's, it's solid. It's good. It's an, it's just good. Yeah. No, you know? no, it is. And it, it, I guess the point you're trying to make is, is you, it, you, you followed it a lot easier the second time around. Mm-hmm. I, I had the same issue that I had the same issue yesterday that when we watched this, you had the first time you watched it. And that's OK. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, because I still understood everything that was happening, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, so let's so let's kind of jump into it. Let's let's dive into this thing. Do we want to start at the beginning or just kind of, you know, kind of get to them at the asylum itself? I mean, dude, I mean, we could even go through the first hour really, really fast. They meet up. There's horror times. The three the, the three members who put on a, a horror show. It's typically not live, but they want to do a live version because they had seen some other contents uh, do a live show, and they basically made half of the revenue uh, for every viewer. So they made they had a million viewers. They made a five hundred thousand dollars essentially. Yeah. So they want to do a show, try to get a million viewers, make five hundred thousand in ad revenue. 
Yeah. Um, that seems crazy to me, but okay. Yeah. Um, and then they're going, I, I think maybe uh, a, a regular part of the shows have guests as part of their crew because they want natural reactions. So they, okay. they hire four people or they, they, they put out feelers for four people to come on this special live show and they get four people. And that's where you meet those four guests. They meet, they all meet up. They have a getting to know you type of thing. They have dinner, have some drinks. Yeah. And then uh, they go to the, the asylum on their way there. They've got time that, you know, they're not going to shoot during the day. So they have another little fun session and all this is just good to get to know the characters sure. for them to get to know each Character other. Build up. Yeah. I yeah. Um, in a very, very competent Spielberg esque well, it's just like a, a movie where the, the writing's like, just like punchy, punchy, punchy. This would be the part where they set up the character relationships and then how that will impact them when the spooky stuff happens. That doesn't really happen in this movie. And that's obviously like a very nitpicky fault. Not really important, no. but let's just say like the, that one, the, the nurse and that other timid guest guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like they're, you know, they obviously had like an antagonistic relationship right at the they, start. They did. But yeah. you don't really see that in the scares later on. And that could have been a great moment or, you know, a great setup for that to happen, but it doesn't. I thought that was going to happen because they did a lot of that at the beginning. And this all nitpicky stuff, like it doesn't like there's there's some failings in the movie, but it's all kind of nitpicky. I think it does everything else pretty well, particularly in the way it quote unquote kills its characters. It's just like the moment up until the quote unquote kills are just so like effective for me that I can overlook it. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't take away from anything. It's not it's not taken away from it. So it's fine. So uh, they get to know each other. They get to the asylum. They set up the tents. Uh, they eat some ramen. Uh, the two crew members, besides the captain, they go and set up the cameras within the asylum. Luckily, they don't experience any ghost stuff. Uh, convenient, huh? Yeah. Um, you know, in a typical, you know, in a non, in real life, it would be like, yeah, obviously there's no ghosts. So that's why they don't experience anything. Could also just be like, oh yeah, it's not like midnight or whatever. You know, that's when the ghosts come you, out. You think? You exactly. Think that's yeah. The explanation too. Yes. So <laughs> then you know it's time to get going, and then there's they walk to the asylum. The only person that's staying back is the captain, who's sort of intercutting. He's playing the maestro in this orchestra, right? Yeah. Um, he's going to direct them, and then uh, on the live feed, show them which shots. You know. You, I, I just said what he's going to do, right? That's what yeah. he's going to do. Yeah. Um, so, and then of course he's also going to make sure that the two crews know how to stage. He's going to feed them their lines or whatever, you know? So there's yeah. that. Yeah. That's, that's the setup in the movie. And then the guests and the true crews, those six people total go into the asylum. And then the first bit, maybe the first three setups are all fake. When we get one with the holy water, the holy water actually isn't real because Charlotte brought it and Charlotte be- believes that stuff. Yeah. Um, the second bit is something with uh, the director's office. And this is set up for gonna future scares that they're going to set up with the doll and introducing the, the characters of the asylum. There's really just the doll and the director. Everyone else is just kind of like a, a non, like a, just a rando character. It could yeah. be any type of spooky or, you know, like patient, you know, um, and then you get got the red strings, you know, I think that's most of the, the fake stuff. I, I think right? it's most of the fake stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then you've got the um, stuff that happens in the lab, which we don't come back to really with the, you know, the chicken. That stuff is all real. But in that same scene is with the doll again. Yeah. So, you know, and that's going to move later. So that's that's 
the first half of the movie. That's like the first 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, it's it's them getting to know each other. It's the the horror times uh, show putting on fake scares for the guests to react naturally because they don't know it's fake. Yeah. Um, and then for that to devolve into like now they can't explain the real stuff that's happening. Exactly. And the guests, you know, they've already been wound up at this point with the fake stuff. But now real stuff is happening. So for them, it's even worse. So, that, so that's the bulk of it, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we get to the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we get to the, yeah, um, for sure. Anything important that I might have missed? No, I think, I, you, I think you touched on most of it. I mean, I, no, I, nothing that's like, you know, super important. I mean, Charlotte, we know, is, uh, I think in the movie they talk about there's seven, there's seven places in the world that are, you know, seven scariest places in the world. And Charlotte, who is part of this? Part of this show has been to what two or three of them. So this would you know, be her so third she, one. Her yeah. third one. So she's she's you know she likes this type of stuff and you know uh, the other ones. Yeah, I mean all all the other characters. I, you know it, they're fine. Um, I don't think we really need to get into the backstory of them. I don't think it's super important. The only reason I mentioned the Charlotte is because you know this is you know um, she had been to a few other places. She's really into stuff like this, and so um, you know. Yeah, the backstory doesn't, the movie doesn't really care either. They give you like a quick line or two uh, when they're getting to know each other. One's a nurse. I, that's, that's all I remember. <laughs> that's all I remember of her. And it's like, Charlotte, why Charlotte, was that? Why Charlotte was that knows like it really likes scary things. The other guys just kind of like want money. And that's kind of like literally their only yes, motivation. That's, that's it. Yes. Um, then there's that other one who, you know, is carrying the camera a lot of the time. I forget yeah, her name, I forget but her, yeah. Um, I, she's kind of filming her own thing kind of for the show though so maybe she kind of knows that it's fake um but we don't that's never like really established so the, and then there's the guy who's the guest and we don't know too much about him but beyond him being timid or whatever so yeah like maybe he doesn't care about their backstories either not, not too much i, I don't know? understand the nurse I, you know to me is like why was that even relevant um you know is she doing this because i i don't know is she going to school i think she was like a I think she was going to school, right, to be a nurse. So maybe she's doing. I I, I don't know. Well, it, it just wasn't important. The well for them for their motivation to be there, it's you know they're going to be on a show that they probably like, and then they're going to get paid to do it, and it should be fun. So there's like a bunch of reasons for like the guests to want to do it. Yeah, and Charlotte probably is a fan of horror oh, times, but yeah, definitely. none of this stuff is explained. And and again, right? like I said, it's it's not like super important. Uh, Charlotte does seem to be. Uh, do you think that she, I mean, she knows she speaks English very well, so I don't know if she's, she, I, I don't know. I could have yeah. swore there was a moment where she had like grown up in America. Is that right? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you may be right. So, um, anyways, yeah. again, not super relevant, but just, just little things, you know? So, so yeah, no, I think you hit on, I think you hit on everything. I mean, you know, the first, like you said, what hour, you know, probably an hour is, is all of that, you know, them, 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 uh, you know, going through the asylum, you know, we know some of them know it's fake. Others do not. So, you know, I, I you know, some of the reactions, you know, are, are scary. I, the, the, the one reaction when they went into the room and, uh, and there was, uh, there was, uh, God, what was that? It looked like, was it a big bath or it, it, it was a circle and it had water in it and it looked like someone's head was floating and the guy, and the guy's reaction was very real. He, he scared the hell out of him. Yeah, because and he wasn't in on he it. He wasn't in on he it. He believed all that. But that, you know, that those types of reactions. They you know, sell the movie. They sell them. Yeah, when you're watching it. And I, 
the the sign of a good a good ghost ghost story for me is if the hair on my arms stand up and there are several movies along the way that I've watched that do that and this did this a few times and it was and it didn't hurt that I'd never seen it before so I didn't know what to expect so you know there that that's a good that's a good thing that's yeah, a, good a big strength of this movie is that um, the way they film it, they always have a camera on their face for every single character. Even the captain has one throughout the entire film because he's got a camera at his desk and then he'll later have one on his chest. Um, and then, of course, they have hand cameras, either GoPros or actual video cameras that they're carrying around, too. And then I've got a POV shot. So this movie does a very cool thing with its premise and always being able to capture whatever shot they want, basically. So you're also always going to see their reaction and you're always going to see it right up in their face. Yeah. So it's, it's very, very smart. Yeah, um, yeah. You definitely feel their fear. And the actors, like I said earlier in this, you know, in this episode, they do a great job of selling that fear. You know, like I already knew everything that was going to come and I was still like, holy shit, this is like insane. Um, so yeah, it's great. Um, so when the spooky stuff starts to happen, I believe is in the room with the oh weird coffin type things, yeah, right? Yeah. The, is that yeah. where the first real stuff starts to happen so. to everybody? Yeah, because we have the one guy who's in on it. He sticks his arm in and, and he pretends that it's pulling on him. Well, you know, we, we find out that he's, he's, he's faking it. So then the other uh, the other girl or one of the girls goes, well, let, hey, let me do it, you know, because he's going to stick it back in. Well, she just doesn't want him to stick his arm back in. I think she's believing it, too. But we're not. It's not. Maybe clear. she's. Yeah, maybe she, she might yeah. be into it. like she might think it's fake, too. But we don't actually know. The movie never explains. She never like gives a definitive answer on it. Um, And then she, you know, but she just doesn't want him to stick his arm in. Yeah. You know, I think at this point, I think the movie's leaning to her believing it. Um, but it's up in the air. Um, so like, obviously they don't want her to stick her arm in. No, because they, because that's yeah. going to give up the game. Yeah. But she sticks her arm in anyway. And then there's and like, it, and there's a pause there for a second. Like, there's oh, a, there's she, a long, she found beat. this out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Yeah. The, the jig is up, but then her arm is pulled <laughs> yes. and she can't get it out. And then she has a, she pulls it out finally. And there's a giant, yeah, like, there's three, like, like scratches. Yeah. 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 And then, okay. And now like, for the audience, for them, and then especially for the crew, like this is all real now, and but it's yeah. real in a sense where it wasn't before because now there's like bodily harm on this character. You can't explain that. And then like a second later, uh, Charlotte's scarf gets like blown up, yes. like someone like put their arm underneath it and flipped it upwards. You yeah. know, yeah. yeah. And that's this is where the movie becomes like really like man, my eyes are starting to water. Scary. Yeah. Like it's, cool, it's cool and. Everyone is freaking out. Everyone is yelling, screaming. They're starting to run away. They can't explain it. Like, yeah, this movie is, yeah, this is just so, so, so scary, so spooky. And this is exactly what uh, the last hour has been building up to. And it's been worth it. So what, what was the, where was the scene where there was like some sort of writing on the wall? Was that, have we gotten to that yet? Cause I that's think already it, happened. It's already that happened. was during that setup where they're kind of like, introducing all the rooms okay because i know i know the the writing said you know one thing and then and then later on well it, so it's there's clearly different charlotte um, graffiti is the wall just to say charlotte fourth maybe it was maybe we got it wrong and this is the fourth you know cnn seven blah 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 yeah instead of the third it doesn't really matter yeah but she says charlotte fourth and then underneath it there's 
previous graffiti in red that says let's live and then you know that's going to change the let's die and we're going to see that like right now because charlotte's freaking out she's yeah. crying yeah and then she comes back to that spot and now the text has changed to let's die yeah and she knows it was let's live yes she she marked it she marked it yeah the movie does a really great thing about making sure those two things connect and line up so yeah it's changed like you can't explain that either so yeah, yeah she yeah. wants to get the hell out of there yeah she's yeah she's she's definitely freaking out her and the other girl um and i forget her name uh the one i think she wears the ball cap or something and she's the one with the camera and and uh so yeah, they're they yeah they're they're freaking out here, man. They they want the hell out of this place. Yeah, they do the sensible thing and leave, um, and they go out, and then we don't see them for a bit because we're then going back to the crew, and the crew's like, okay, we can't explain that. Can you explain that, Captain? And he's like, no, that's very very weird. But he's he's this whole time, it, it's like he does not care. He doesn't care about really what happens to any of them inside this asylum. He is all about his views because we see him over and over again looking to see how many live streams he's got going on. And he wants to hit a million. It's more money for him. So this is really what this boils down to for him. Do not mess up my show. Do not mess with my money. That's that's really what this is for him. You know, and he's and he's and he's fucking they're the puppets really in this thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's almost shaky ground for any other movie Um, like, oh, yeah, money is a big motivator or whatever. But it's only five hundred thousand dollars. Like, who cares? And he's like, you just saw some things you can't explain. I know you've done this before, and you don't believe in any of it. But when, like, one of your um, uh, guests get like her arm cut up, maybe that's time where you call it quits, right? Yes. I think even a non-sensible yes. person would be like, okay, maybe the writing's on the wall. Time to end this, especially when your whole uh, group has been like split up and you don't uh, you can't even account for some of them you know like two of them out of the, the six it makes for though yeah you know in his eyes though makes for a, a damn good entertaining episode you know yeah and, and you know we could sure. say 500 i mean five hundred thousand dollars is a lot of freaking money I, I mean so you know he's you know he wants he wants this money and so you know he's gonna do he's just gonna let them kind of do their thing and and, uh, you know, and he, he and I know he's he's uh, he's telling the other two guys, you know, hey, man, <laughs> you know, keep doing this, keep doing this. And then I think at one point they go, hey, you know, kind of like off camera where no one else can see. Look, we decided we want more money for this. And and he looks over at the at the views and he sees them skyrocket and he's like, that's fine. I'll give you more money. Just just keep doing this, you know. And then it gets a lot, it gets a lot creepier and you can't explain these things because none of these, these other guys aren't on the, these, the other things that are now happening, they're, they're, they're scared and they are freaked out and they have nothing to do with any of this stuff. Right. And the only thing that kind of keeps them going is because they're almost done anyway. You know, they need yeah. to do like two more things and then they're done. And they're supposed to be, yeah. But on the very next thing they do, the room goes crazy. Things are you know there's like a is that the wheelchair scene yeah yeah, that, yeah. and then everything starts like going up into the ceiling then being thrown around yeah it's it's good yeah um, and then the one guy gets hit he gets because ob objects are being are, are are flying all over the all over the room and he gets i mean he gets i mean they the both get out. hit one gets hit by a thing and the other one tries to run away then he runs back and then i think he gets like hit like thrown almost and then yeah so they're both kind of like knocked out for a bit yeah. one is just knocked out for much longer 
Yes. And then the other one meets up with the two and 402, right? Yes. Well, yeah, because, I mean, they have no idea at this time that anything is happening because Charlotte and the other girl, they have, I think they eventually have gotten out of the asylum. But the the other two who are trying to get this this 402 uh, door open, they have no idea what's happening. You know, I mean, so 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 Charlotte and the other girl, God, what, do we know her name? Uh, we don't know her character's name. They end up out of the asylum. They I don't know if they ever think that they're OK, but I mean, they got to feel a lot better now that they're not in this thing anymore. But then they're they're trying to get back to the the tent where the captain is. And they they go around in circles. They keep seeing that, you know, the underwear that they'd showed earlier on that was tied to the limb. And then all of a sudden they're looking down and there are all these objects that were from that one room that were inside of the asylum. And so Charlotte is, I mean, Charlotte's, you know, she was already panicking, but now she's at another level. And then, uh, the other girl, uh, the other girl, I think, uh, she isn't hearing from her. And so she's, you know, she, she, she points onto the, the, with either a flashlight or the camera on her and she's got her back turned and she's not moving. And, you know, Charlotte goes over to her. We, you know, she turns her and then we know that she's, I mean, I don't know the black eyes. I mean, is she now possessed? Is that really what's happening here? Is that what, is that what you call it? Possessed? At, at uh, the very least. Yeah. Yeah. And then she starts making that. Yeah. Kind of like a kind of very, her eyes go black. It's very scary. And what's that noise that she's making? It's almost like a clicking noise, you know. We we've seen it's it like in- a, yeah, it's like a combination between like clicking, like slurping, like weird mouth noises with her tongue. Yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 frightening. It's it's definitely frightening. Um, and then she ends up, she she I I think she starts running and she starts running. She sees the the tent, and she's thinking she's okay. And then she gets into the tent, but it kind of turns black and. And it's really almost like the asylum playing tricks on her. She's not in the tent. She's back in the asylum in a, in a room where, you know, she, it, it's, 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 of course, it's dark. She sees a figure over there in, I'm not going to call it the corner, but it's, it's, it's further away. It's a figure. And, and she's, she's now she's trying to get the scope of the room. She sees where the door is. So she's trying to get out. But then doesn't she see another character at this point? It's 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 in the far distance and it looks like they're probably nude and it starts and it's just it's kind of standing there. Right. And then so she's she's looking at the door. She looks back and she's hearing noises. So as she moves, this this figure in the distance starts moving. And that's that's a very effective take mm-hmm. that had me that had me scared. Yeah. That had uh, me scared. It's like if she has nowhere to go, you know, the door is going to be locked like you just kind of have to sit with it. You know, that's, and, and that's just scary, just man. like her, like you, you don't know what's going to happen, but you know, something's going to happen. You don't know when, and you're just not, nothing you can do about it. You're and, helpless. Yeah. You're helpless. And, and yeah, that's the movie does this so, so well. Yes. It does that throughout the, this entire last half. Of I, I loved it though. As like, she would creep towards the door, you know, she would keep looking, you know, keep looking to kind of see where these figures are at. And then we hear just a faint like, like, uh, if a person is dragging their foot and they're walking, well, that's what's happening. <laughs> yes. No, no, I know. But, but we don't know that's happening until we see it, but it, it, it's the fact that it's, it's, it's pitched, it's pitch dark and she hears this noise. Of course, then she, she, she moves over the, you know, the camera with the light. And then of course we see this, 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 this figure, you know, moving, you know, moving with her. 
and and that's you know mm-hmm. and then of course there's the other girl who's been possessed she's also in the room that's that's also something she has to account for too because two yes yeah man. you don't know what's gonna happen with her i, so. I mean you know it's you know it's very terrifying when you're in the dark and you're in a you know um it doesn't matter where you're at and but when you're in a you're in an asylum you know it's haunted and all these things are happening you can't explain and now you're in this this room this very large room and it's dark and the only light you have is on this camera and you got two man that's terrifying man you know and and it's and it's like i said it's it's executed quite well you know yeah. so so uh we know that she gets it here uh she gets that the the the, the figure the you know, that's in the distance. It's basically naked um, comes at her. And, and I, does it, does it, does it take her away? Does it drag her away or does it, it just take drags her? her to some, we, we don't dark. see, we don't yeah, see, we it. don't it's know, just, man. Yeah. We don't see anyone die except for the captain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, so she's now she's, she's gone. Uh, and we get, we go back to room 402 where the one guy, you know, he's, He's basically met up with them and he's he's freaked out. He was part of this whole thing the whole time. And now all these things are happening. He's scared shitless. And uh, but they're still trying to get that door open. And then they're hearing noises. And the whole the director of this asylum uh, um, was a female. Right. And uh, the the story is that did she kill herself? Yeah. After all of her patients had died. Is that is is am, am I right on that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but she loved ping pong, which I thought was was kind of an interesting tidbit. But she loved ping pong. So, when anyone gets close to this room four hundred two, because other people in the past have you know have tried to open the door, and they always hear a uh, usually a ping pong ball noise, which is you know kind of an interesting noise. It's it's kind of scary in its own right because it scared the hell out of me when when they all of a sudden start hearing noise and then the ping pong ball comes out of the out of the dark that's that that got me yeah it got me again i forgot that happened and yeah. it got me again yeah yeah so so it's um, it's not even like most movies would just like have the ball like bounce like bounce, bounce bounce this is yeah. just like thrown straight at them yeah it comes yeah. out of the black too it's like, super uh, scary in the change remember the changeling when the ball comes down the stairs it's mm-hmm. just it's such a such a, a well-executed scene and right this well, is just literally the ball is out of the dark and it yeah it got me yeah it got me and then uh th- uh then just the does the room open at this point the 402 does the door open on its own i don't remember gosh yeah but i mean they end up in the room mm-hmm. and 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 you know and they're trying to figure out where the hell they're at they can't find any sort of door but oh, they're hearing right. but they're hearing water yeah, and then they're, they're kind of transported to what probably be like the bath, you know, like they're in the bath, like in the bathtub, basically. Yeah, you but know, that giant pool of water. How did you take that? Is it almost like they're upside down, or yeah, because the water was for, like where for, the for their would point be. of reference. Yeah, like they're like they're underneath the water, and then if they were to look up, that would be the top of the water, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if anything I just said made made sense. But yeah, they're yeah. in it, but they're not like in it, in it. It's almost like if the water just transported you into a different room underneath it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 weird. And then they we get like a really cool bit where the like one character's describing what he's seen up on top of the water, but we don't actually see it, which is really, really, really scary. 
Uh, and then we actually get to see a little bit of what he sees through the camera in the room. Yeah. And yeah, it's cool. It's yeah. very, it's, all this is terrifying. It is. Cause we get, you know, it, which I think I've seen before where you like, you, you, he has the camera on it and he can see a, a figure in the distance. And I think it's a, I don't know. God, I can't remember. Was it a woman? Um, and it was then, like a schoolgirl. Was it was a school? And then mm-hmm. he puts the camera down, and there, he doesn't see anything. Puts the camera up. You know, we've seen this done in other movies, and, but well, it's still one scary. of my favorite things that happen in any sort of movie ever. Like this is so effective. Is uh, there's like shots that goes to their PO, not their POV, but of their face, and there's like hands in front of their face, yes. and they don't, they don't. I, oh realize. my god, I forgot about that. And yeah. then they pull away, and then we do get that like three or four times, and then the last time it happens for two of the characters, that's when they're they're like possess or transformed or yeah. whatever yeah their eyes turn all black yeah. like and the, yeah the hands being there and then pulling away really fast is so scary in a way that i can't describe but it's you know it's it's very effective yeah and so uh what happens to him do we know did, i think he the, just, sa- the same thing happens to him he, he gets just turned he gets he gets yeah he gets possessed kind of like they did but he gets you know he gets turned last right yeah and then he, that's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that and that's up, right? Right, and then he he knows there's like a bunch of people in there too, oh, and yeah, it's it's like it's like that it's inevitable. Like you know something's gonna happen to you. You're here with say two people, and they're okay, and they're in the same situation you're in, and you're all and all three of you are stuck in it, and then all of a sudden they turn and you're the last one. That's just a shitty feeling, mm-hmm. you know, because you you have no door, water is above your your head you're in some uh, you can't even explain where you're at you're seeing figures and the, the two people that you were with have now turned that's a that's a horrible feeling well you're at the whims of these spirits or this building or whatever you know and there's nothing you can do about it you can only just wait until that, that helplessness it's like yeah sucks, and then you're man. watching everyone else effectively oh, die God, and dude. it's just like <laughs> when's my time now and then the entire time you're just scared shitless and yeah it's it's terrible. like it's like these these spirits or these ghosts are just kind of fucking with you. Like they can get you at any time, but they're going to do it on their own time. And that's, what's even more scarier, you know? And so, yeah. So, so really at this point, they're all gone except for the captain. Right. And he's pissed no, off. No, there's one. There's the knocked oh, out. Oh, there's guy. the one. The one guy who got, who got knocked out. Mm-hmm. Forgot about him. Yes. Yeah. Forgot about him. Okay. So, so he's still alive. But we don't see him really until the very end. So let's get let's go to the captain because the captain now is pissed. Uh, you know, he uh, they have said the one guy had said a, a little bit earlier that, look, the earlier stuff was fake. So so we know and we find out this we find this out later, I guess. Once once it's anything, any, any words of fake or not real happens, then it does the show just. The stream itself, just whoever's hosting it just stops it. Is that how it works? So there's an admission that everything up until a certain point has been faked. And then, so the audience has probably only seen like one real thing. Um, But, you know, they're just going to assume it's fake too, because there's that admission of, yeah, everything has been fake so far. But only one real thing was actually shown on stream. But everything after that has been, um, well, it's, it's not on air anymore. It's been cut. So basically you get that admission of guilt and then there's no more stream. And then does it just cut off? Is that how it works? Um, I don't know. Okay. I just wonder, and I'm just curious, like, is that like some sort of like rule or something? It's like, okay, once we know it's fake, it's that's it, dude. Cause it went from like a million viewers to like, I don't know how much it was five or 50 or something, 500, you know, it was some low amount, but, but he's pissed. 
And, you know, and so he, you know, we, we, we see him put on a camera and he's running towards the asylum because he's got, you know, he, he's, 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 he's not happy with this, but he's got his drone. Right. Mm -hmm. And now I asked you about this and, um, cause I couldn't tell what this was, but when he, but he had saw like a figure in the window and I was asking you, what is that? I, I couldn't make it out. Well, he saw himself get strangled. And the movie, like, there's obviously a weird time dilation, space, spatial shit going on in this movie. I mean, so you don't know what's really going on. Yeah. And that's, like, the point. Like, why? And why would I tell you, like... I know. Why would I, I tell you that? Oh, yeah, that's him being strangled know, five minutes from now. No, I know. And and so I just couldn't make it out what it was. And and so, yeah. No, I'm glad. And I'm glad you didn't, of course. And I knew you wouldn't because you don't do that. But... Um, but yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't make it out. He gets inside there and, and, uh, he ends up in, I mean, what room is he in? Is he in the same room that was, I that, believe that he's Charlotte in, he's was in, in 402. Is he in 402? Mm -hmm. Okay. So he's in, he's in 402. He can, he's not, he's not seeing anybody. Um, and then, uh, you know, he's looking around and all of a sudden he's standing there and he's of course in the front of that, the window that we had just seen a few minutes earlier. And this figure, and, and the, the back is turned to him. So this figure just floats across the room and bumps into him. And what a, what a scary-ass feeling that would be. Mm -hmm. I, I, dude, I'd probably shit my pants. Yeah. I would probably shit my pants. It's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. And so and it's just the, the whole floating thing and then just. Well, it's also floating in a way that's, un, well, I mean, floating itself is natural, but it's so smooth. Yeah. Like it would never be that smooth in real life, you know? No. No, yeah. it wouldn't. And so he's now, I mean, he's, he is freaked out. Right. Um, and so uh, I think we, he, he, it's almost like he's frozen. Like, I don't know if you ever had a, I don't know if you ever had a, a, such a scary dream in your sleep where it felt so real that you slightly wake up and you can't move because you think it's, you're still in it and it's real. I've had those dreams. I don't know if you've ever had those, Donovan. I've had something like that, but you're also kind of describing sleep paralysis for people like wake up and they see like figures at the yes. edge of their bed, but they can't do anything about it. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's, and I don't, I don't know if that's what he felt, but that's, I think, I think it, if, if that happened to me, that's probably the best way I could describe it. I would, I would be shocked. You know, we see all these movies where people get scared and they they act a certain way. We know it's just a movie. But in real life, if something like that happened to you, you would be you'd be frozen. You wouldn't know what to do. And his reaction was real to me. You'd also just want it to not be true. Yeah. You know, so there's like a lot of things going on in your brain at that point. You want to not it. You don't want it to be true, but, you know, something happened. And you need to like confirm like which one it is. And you don't want to know what the answer is. Yeah. 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 And he's just, he's there. And then we start to see the, the feet of this, 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 I don't know, this ghost or this person or whatever. And it starts to turn to where now they're facing, um, you know, it's still to his back, but it's their front and yeah. And he gets it. And, and it's, it's, it's very cool. Yeah. It's a very cool scene. Yeah, he you know, dies. Very, very, He's the only very, one we actually see die. Too. Yeah, very scary. Um, yeah, I mean, that was great. And then I, I forgot, and I had forgot about the other guy who had got knocked out. But we, but we see him now. He wakes up, and he, you know, his face is all bloodied. He got, he got hit pretty hard by whatever it was, some object. And but he's, uh, and he's, you know, he's, he's still dazed. You know, he gets up, he's dazed, and but uh, he's, he's uh, strapped to a wheelchair. You know, and so we, and then we see the, we, 
we see, you know, like it kind of pans out and we see the wheelchair move and it goes, I think it just goes down the hall into black, right? It zooms down there. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets like tossed into 402. In, into 402. Yeah. 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 It's, it's uh, yeah, man. It's like I said, it's very, uh, 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 once this thing got going and it got into the, you know, in, into the real stuff that of course, you know, the, the, the stuff early on was fake, but it was still kind of scary. Cause we didn't know. I mean, we kind of did, but we didn't. But when it got to this other stuff, yeah, it was it was it was scary. It was definitely effective. I had, like I was telling you earlier, I had a lot of uh, times where the, the hairs were standing up on on my arms, and that's that's a great sign for me. I mean, you know, when it does that, I'm I am I am legitimately scared, and uh, you know, and it doesn't happen a lot with with me with movies. Um, but this is yeah, this got me. And I enjoyed it. It was good. Like I said, it wasn't, was it great? No, but it, but when I sit to watch these types of movies, I want to be entertained. And this was very entertaining. So, so it's, so it's a very effective movie and, and I would absolutely recommend it to, to anyone, you know, I, hell I'll probably text Morris later and tell him, check it out. Cause I think he would dig this, you know? Yeah. Um, that's high praise. And I, I, I like this movie quite a yeah, bit. Yeah. And I know you liked it a lot. So I know you would absolutely, I mean, you know, you, you, you uh, recommended it for our, this episode. So, I mean, I, I know you, if, if you had seen something and didn't like it, there's no, absolutely no way you would recommend it for, for an episode. I just don't see it, you know? So, so it's high praise, you know? So anything else did we, did we miss anything? I think we hit just about everything, right? There's nothing else I want to talk about. It's a no. good movie. Check it out if you haven't seen it and you're still interested after this episode. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, and don't don't read anything on it because I... What do you mean don't read anything no, on it? We just talked about the whole no, movie. No, what, what I'm talking about is I, I know some people will like say, like say they come across our episode and haven't listened to it yet and they might jump on the phone and go, oh, it only got this on on IMDb or this on... I, You know, don't, don't do that. I, you know... Um, I'd say just, you know, hey, listen to our, you know, watch it, then come back to the episode if you don't want everything to be spoiled or ruined. You know, we definitely are going to talk about everything and, 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 you know, there's always going to be spoilers in our, in our episodes, but yeah. So nothing else you want to talk about? No. Cool, man. Well, I think that's it. Uh, That's going to do it for today's episode. Uh, Join us next week. We're going to be talking about uh, 1988's The Blob and uh, stay safe. Take care. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you tell everyone about our Ear for Fear podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Ear for Fear. You can also check out our website, earforfear.com. There you can keep up to date on news, events, and episodes. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. We hope you come back and get an earful.